Thanks for joining us, everybody. Tonight, we're going to be talking about marriage, true love, and all that good stuff from The Princess Bride. We have some lovely guests with us today. And we're not really talking about anything particularly heavy, so there's not really a content advisory. I mean, we're going to be talking about relationships and some of the hardships that come along with it, but it's going to be pretty easy going tonight, just so you're aware. Hey, Will. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's another day in paradise. Another week. Another week. We're back in the show, and I have we got some guests on the show this week. We're going to have a good time, but I had to rip my studio up, and so you're going to hear some hiss in the background, and I can't fix that. It's an audio <laughs> issue. You're also going to see some spelling errors, and I take 100% responsibility for Ooh. spelling names correctly. Grammar Nazi Dave really... Uh... Well, really it, this one up. well, when the name is somebody in studio, it makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, we'll let you off the hook this time. Uh, don't let me off really the hook. expanding the show <laughs> in, a very, in a very large way on very short notice. So we have some guests tonight. We have Allison is with us. And oh, I'm back. Okay, I'm back. No, no, I forgot to hit a button. Oh. Um, and Thank the Drakes are with us, Marilyn Judy Drake. Before we get to all that, we should thank our sponsors. We should take a moment to pay the bills, yeah. starting with Kelly and Dottie Hardy. Their uh, generous contribution helped to pave the way for this lovely microphone you see in front of you that I can use to hide at least one of my four chins. And yeah, their support has really helped us get the show off the ground. We're very grateful for that. And Rafter G Landing Cattle, the most unwitting unwilling sponsors in history <laughs> and we have one more sponsor hi i'm susan i think that in all the world there's nothing quite like the coziness of a handmade quilt so i'm on a mission to spread that love as far and wide as i can if you're a quilt maker i offer long arm quilting services and i accept work from anywhere in north america if you already know how to make quilts and you want to learn how to machine quilt them yourself I have a number of classes and lots and lots of tutorials available that can help you with that. And if you don't want to do any of those processes, you just want to go straight to having the quilt with no delay, I do have a number of fully completed quilts available for sale as well. So details on all of those things can be found on my website, www.stitchedbysusan.com. Well, I've got to get back to quilting, so I'm going to let you get back to the Will and Dave show. Enjoy. And one more thing, Will. Mm -hmm. If anybody would like to buy us a coffee, how can they do that, Will? They can go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Will and Dave show. Uh, it's just a, a simple way of showing that you support the show just with a one-time donation if you feel the need to do so. Uh, we appreciate every penny we get. There, we're done with all the money laundering and all the, you know, we got to yes. pay for the show bit. And now let's have all some fun. Up. Yes. You, your week was a week. My week was a week. My week was a week. Congratulations on your week. I think I'm almost all done with insurance. Yeet. But I'm not sure. I think it's I'm over. Trying to un yeah, think I'm just trying over. to unravel my taxes. That's been my fun times this week. So one of the things about marriage, and we're going to, I'm going to deal with, with, with Brad Hedstrom here for a minute. 
Will, the shirt is speaking for itself. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Old Navy. Uh, not sponsored, but, you know. So Brad says he'll buy himself a spot on the show for 10 bucks. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it takes 10 bucks to get us on the show. <laughs> Nobody would get we're, on. <laughs> <laughs> Say, we're not that cheap, Brad. <laughs> so in marriage... One of the things that can happen in marriage is you can um, lose your way sometimes. And one of the things that helps that along is when you do things like this without explaining it <laughs> to your significant other before you start. <laughs> I feel like help is possibly a strong word for that. Um, so Megan, uh, our daughter, so Megan and Chad, who you saw in the first picture way back here, yeah, were married a number of years ago. Megan is a nurse in a hospital, and she was on night shift, and she came home to that. <laughs> he started to rip the kitchen apart, and you know what? So I love Chad and Megan. They have an awesome marriage. I love their daughter. Because, of course, it's my granddaughter, which means it's my kid. But that's another story for another day. Hey. But their marriage will be stronger for this. I know it because I know they can, even renovations, they can weather. So without further ado, I'm going to bring our guests on and we're going to introduce them. Yes. Perfect. So in the studio, we have Judy and Meryl Drake on your lower Ooh left i believe i'm not sure i'm not looking at the screen but i think it's your lower left yep and we have allison antles i got your name right allison on the lower right whose husband was allison. husband was going to be here but i'm wondering if i muted her i will look because i tend to do that i didn't know you wanted me to say hi well of course i want <laughs> you to say hi <laughs> And Hello. I usually introduce her as Allison Smith because she's been my daughter and I got it right this time. Last time I checked, she's still your daughter. She just, you know. Is no longer a Smith. Yeah. Huh. So Marilyn, Judy, sure. you have been married for how long? It'll be this July, coming July, it'll be 61 years. Oh, wow. Huh. We have a lot to look forward to, Susan. I hope you're watching this because we can <laughs> learn a lot. Judy, how much did Meryl have to pay you to put up with him for 61 years? He hasn't quit paying yet. <laughs> I was going to say one VW bug, but scratching the surface. So I have to say that I work with Judy every now and then at the church, and I, I play cards with Meryl and Judy on a, on a regular basis. They're amazing people. You are exactly right. I'm going to throw this up on the screen now, Brad. The Drakes are awesome people. And Allison, you are precious, according to Brad. Uncle Brad. Uncle Brad thinks yep. you're precious. So, William, I'm going to let you interview mm -hmm. Allison. Right. Well, we have a recurring segment, for those of you who've been paying attention the last couple of episodes, uh, called Explain That Photograph. And, oh, wait, we have the wrong thing up on our screen. We'll quick fix I'll that. Them. Sorry. 
Hey, there we go. I'll get this together yet, I promise. It's all good. First time using the new uh, Will and Dave Show studio. Mm-hmm. So we have a little segment called Explain This Photo, uh, where we're going to throw up some photos of Allison and her uh, wonderful hubby who couldn't be here today. <clears throat> and we'll have her explain them. So let's start with this one, Allison. This one was our first like major endeavor doing something together before we got married. It was our church's musical, and we played young Ebenezer Scrooge, and I think her name was Belle. I can't remember. Somebody's going to correct me on that. I know, but I think that's what her name was. Um, His love interest. It was really fun. So I'm going to interject here. I looked for the video of you and your duet with Austin, and I couldn't find it online. Mm -hmm. I was going to play that. You're lucky. Thank goodness. We don't have time for that. We don't have time. It's like three minutes long. Okay. This one was somebody was throwing a Harry Potter themed part birthday party and we didn't have anything harry potter and so we thought why don't we go as wizards boycotting harry potter because of the like bad standards of practice that they set (laughs) and so we were actual wizards with the hats and austin's staff on the other side there was like pieces of paper that were like down with gryffindor and like and hufflepuff (laughs) and all these things so we could like turn his staff upside down and he could march around the party and so yeah that was fun and this wow, is me okay. about to die. Uh, <laughs> this was at a friend's wedding just before my own wedding. Actually, this is four weeks before we got married. And mm. unprompted, this is what Austin did when I said, let's get a nice photo of you in the background. And I'm sure Scribble one nice one did come out, but this was this was one of the results. And these are the kinds of photos <laughs> that we keep. This and was this me one. on the wedding day, just like crashed well, I out. thought you just wore that around the house. Right? I know. I was beat. I'd been on my feet for, I don't know, I don't remember how long at that point. It had been from like two, probably to like five, and all that stuff. And I was trying to look picturesque. (laughs) And here you are looking picturesque. Yeah, happiest moment of our lives, walking down the aisle. It was super, super fun. Just a really good time. Yep. And you can't tell from this photo, but there's like 20 other people in this room at this moment. And everyone's mm-hmm. mad because the lunch meat hasn't gotten there for us to snack on. <laughs> and there's just water. And Austin and I are just sitting there enjoying a little peace and quiet at this lovely window. And our photographer, actually, our photographer didn't even capture this. One of my bridesmaids with her iPhones got this picture. Right. I and then sent that. it to the, the photographer. Yes. Yeah, there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people in the room, and we just were yeah. waiting for things to happen. So we just stopped and took a couple photos. It was great. Lovely. So, so the other couple in the room who are actually in the room today are the Drakes, and we have some photos of them. You're muted there, Dave. Way back, this is the other couple that I can't fix the pictures on, but I will in a moment because I have the power. Okay, so we get to explain this photo, Marilyn Judy. Where was this taken? And that was taken, was on a, what was that, two years ago, was on a cruise up to Alaska, seven day cruise is all, but and that was taken in one of the ports, I don't remember which, I don't, the mime, I don't know. We stopped so remember. many. Anyway. So, but that's, you know, the mountains up in Alaska on the cruise. So, so I'm writing was. on my notes, Alaska cruise, because I believe Allison and William will have some notes about an Alaska cruise in the yeah. past. We will ask them. So that's a Judy, 
explain this one. Looks that awful one. industrious. <coughs> My sister and I went out to the old farm and, and wandered through the woods, and that's an old buckboard that we used to play on. And that was clear back in the 50s, early 50s. Meryl, I like your hair. I like the hair. That was good, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice and dark. Uh, this was taken this last fall. I go down to southern Idaho every year for okay. the last 10, 12 years elk hunting. Gotcha. And uh, the outfitter that runs it, he's got a thing. If you shoot an elk and he interviews you, you got to wear the hair. <laughs> and so that's what this is here. And so I hope he paid you to wear the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Judy. Hello. Explain this one. <clears throat> I was elected the classified educator of the year for the state of Washington. Went back to Washington, D.C. and had to give a speech. So what and year I, was that? Uh, 1991, I think. Yeah. And it been a while. <laughs> so that explains why my generation was really smart and the the new generation, our kids are not. Because we had teachers like you. Whoa. Whoa. Watch it. I hear William Watch in the it. background. <laughs> okay. Must have been cold. <laughs> Where was this? Well, I believe this. There was thing we went, met her sister and brother-in-law over at uh, Mount Rushmore. Gotcha. And this is one of the side trips we took along a creek there. I'm not sure it's where, but it's probably, you know, it was in South Dakota somewhere. That's what that was. They're from yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, that was probably 10 years ago. We all want to know what Santa brought you this year for Christmas because he is in the foreground of the picture. And do you don't. remember what year it is? I'm trying to look at that. That I don't remember. Is that Richard? Uh, and who's in the photo in the back? It, it looks like Winston I, Churchill. I, I got to put my glass on to see it. Looks like it. Yeah. Okay. So who is that? My brother-in-law. Oh, okay. He, he's a piano player. Oh, right on. And uh, I guess he was at a concert. He they took his picture. Oh. Judy, you you have a car. Yes, I. A little yeah. red car. A red car. How did you get this little red car? I came home from work one day and opened up the garage door. <clears throat> I had just retired, and that was sitting in my garage. Oh, that is so awesome. This is the front of the car. That's the front. Usually, we ask everybody to explain a photo, but I'm going to let you off the hook for the next one. I'm just going to show it because I can. This is the rear license plate on Judy's car. <laughs> no. That's unfair. <laughs> I'm just going to reach over and fix the camera for just a second. There we go. Um, <clears throat> what year was this taken? July 1st, 1960. We got married down at uh, St. Paul's Church yeah. on uh, Monroe. North Monroe. Church is still there. So that is so. I don't awesome. recognize that couple in there. <laughs> <laughs> 60 years is a lot. That's is a lot of timing. And a lot can happen in 60 years. And so I guess for me. We've had week after week after week of, of election stuff and racism stuff and, and all this other nonsense. And we really, we wanted a week where it was just, fun. yeah, fun conversation and something that was happy. And one of the things that's 
happy. I'm hoping you tell me it's happy as 60 years of marriage. If, if I hear otherwise, I'm kicking Allison off the show because I don't want to hear otherwise. So. <laughs> We're still together. And it's just, uh, but it, it's not all the better roses naturally, but uh, you right. work through it. You do. Yes. So, William. Yes, sir. You've been married for two years or three years? Almost two years. Almost two years. Allison, you've been married for? Almost two. Two in May. Almost two. I've been married for 30. Mm-hmm. Ours all together doesn't equal Drake's, and so I think that we should just shut up and listen to them tell us what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It makes good sense to me. Yeah. It's one of the things I wanted to do in this sh in this show. As, as I know the Drakes, obviously, yeah, they go to our church. We're good friends, except for when Judy and Susan hammer on us at cards is never a good thing. And they do it quite regularly. Unfortunately. <laughs> Rayanne and Brad are at 30. And again, I want to ask these ladies, like, how do you put up with this all these years? I, I haven't figured that out. <laughs> I know Brad and Rayanne is an angel. I know Susan. She's an angel because I know me. And Judy, I think that actually M Meryl is one who should be receiving money because I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> so what we've learned from this is that uh, a re requirement for a long-lasting marriage is a healthy sense of humor. Yes, you're right. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, Allison and William, you were in Alaska on a cruise, and I don't have any photos of that. That's probably a good thing. So, was that a happy memory for you? Alaska, yeah. The Alaska cruise? Yeah. I, I am petrified of boats, and the cruise ship is big enough that I forget that I'm on a boat, and they provide me with enough food that I can maintain like a carbohydrate coma the entire trip. So, I was in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison found the hamburger bar, I believe, on that cruise. And the ice cream bar, and the nacho yeah. bar, and the fruit bar. Oh, the nacho bar. And the ice cream oh, bar, and the nacho bar. And that was the over cruise. Over and over. And all you want. <laughs> and that was the cruise that I found the karaoke bar. Do you remember that? Yeah, and you lost because your shoes didn't match your belt. And they were so appolled at your sense in fashion that they told you they couldn't actually, let you go on. Actually, That's I think it was exactly because my shoes down. didn't match. It's because my socks didn't match my sandals was, I think, how the conversation went. Because I wore socks and my sandals. There are so many things wrong with that sentence. I, 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 don't, I don't even know where to begin. It was a look. So, Judy. The kind of look you leave a show for. What would you say to Allison? for how to put up with her husband because he's not here and so he cannot defend himself. Prime so time. Yeah, we, get, we get to dig in. Okay, I think probably the last 60 years is be there for each other, but give them space. Don't mm. smother them. Yeah. Give them their own time, but be there for them. So Austin, I'll be writing this and you can listen to it in the replay and you have to give Allison's space. No, it's the other way. No, Dad, it's the other yeah. way. You, you got that backwards. <laughs> oh, I got that backwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Allison gives <laughs> yeah. Austin space. Oh, okay. See, maybe you can still a... write it down, and you can still tell him. Except I'll be wrong. <laughs> maybe well, no, that... you just I have imagine... to tell him that he deserves space. 
Maybe that explains a lot about Susan and I. I keep getting these things wrong. Well, we, again, we enjoy... dependent on the marriage. We enjoy doing a lot of things like I like to hunt with him and we golf together and boat together. and But he still has time to go on his elk hunts and his move trips. Uh, I don't you know, keep him from... He goes on a move trip every year. And so, so I was actually going to ask you about that, Merrill. The move is, is a big trip for you. Yeah, it is. I've been what? You've been on a number of times. Thirteen. I think it's thirteen times. So, what is a move trip? What's for those who don't know? Of course, move is men of vision evangelize, and it's been going. This is an old organization. It's a, a turning by uh, open Bible affiliate, and the country, whoever it is, and we always go to a foreign country. But they got to jump through a lot of hoops for us to go there and build them a church. Uh, they got to own the land. Yeah, well, there's a lot of other stuff, you know, material, and they got to put up so much money, and we put up, you know, quite a bit of money. And they got to use it for a specific thing. And they can't say, well, down the road we're going to do this. Well, then uh, we won't do it, you know. So right. they got to, and it's a good deal, you know, because uh, we're in Papua New Guinea, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. And they've been praying 15 years you know, for the move guys to come and build a church. They waited, they prayed 15 years for it, and that's how long, that's a long time to wait. Mm-hmm. And to find it happened. Wow. That's kind of, that's pretty neat, you know, now. And they really appreciate it. I mean, that's right. just uh, unbelievable. So is, 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 is it a group of men who go, or men yes. and ladies, or just all men? It's all men. Men only. All men, yeah. yeah it's just, It'll always stay like that because uh, in the morning and evening you have devotionals and and st- and you know pe- kid, guys give testimonies. Well, right. when you get women there, they're not gonna you know really open up like you know. So it's 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 a neat deal, really neat. Right. But anything when I go there though, Judy goes to Oklahoma to see her sister. So it's kind of a two way gives her time <laughs> away and then. Which well, that would answer uh, this. This comment from Faith is it really goes both ways. <laughs> is you both get space and you give space. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which means I was only half wrong, right? <laughs> Maybe that's the story of my life. If that helps you sleep at night, Faith. <laughs> it does. So it's uh, so, we're still, you know, we still we we do a lot of stuff together, but we still have we're apart. Right. We're not, you know, joined at the hip. Like, you know, you know, a lot of couples I guess they are, but that's fine too for them. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't work for us, but. Uh. So, Allison, mm-hmm. you have been inspired about with some things in life. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. That was just so vague. It was so random, <laughs> but you asked me to throw this up on the screen, and I didn't really want to. Yeah. But I'm going to have oh, you talk about it. <laughs> There's not much to say, except isn't that just the cutest couple you've ever seen? <laughs> like, look how happy you two are. I have I no idea who that, that is. If I trying to play piano with another person, it would be a miracle. Yeah, I have no we, idea who Austin that and I made is. a pact long ago that we would never play the piano together because the way he plays is extremely frustrating to me, so we never sit down at a keyboard together. We just, we just don't do that. <laughs> so I'm just so impressed that you two were able to do that. I mean, it's a miracle. Well, I think it's only happened once, so maybe that's a case where miracles only happen <laughs> once. 
It's just a happy picture. Yeah, oh. thanks. Thanks, Aunt Faith. See, she knows. That's a great picture. It's cute. And William, I guess you've, you have $500 American coming your way to go on a move trip, which is worth about 863000 Canadian. <laughs> I was like to say, I'm going to address that comment at the end of the episode when we, when we finish all the marriage talk and we're on our outro. I'll, I'll address that then just for number two fan Brad. <laughs> number two fan. I don't know if number one fan Brad is here tonight, but... I'll be number Judy, one fan, Tim. Yes. I hope you, he's here because we. No, never mind. You work at our church, mm-hmm. off and on, and you used to do it more a while ago, if I remember correctly. Right, two thousand nine. Sheila Whistler and I started the move, the uh, care team. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the care team? The care team, as it was when we started, it was. People that just needed prayer, just needed somebody to call up and say, how are you doing? Um, you need to go to the grocery store. We were just there in case they needed because we cared. And it's, it's really grown a lot in the last, well, since nine, 2009 is when we started it. How now long have you been doing that? Since 2009, you said, right? So mm-hmm. what's that, be, be 12 years? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And what did you do before that? What was your occupation? Uh, I was a classified, I worked with um, second, third, and fourth graders that needed hands-on math. So okay. School district anyone. On. Gotcha. Yeah. What did you do, Merrill? I was a city fire department. I was a firefighter. How many years? 30, uh, <laughs> 28. 28 years. Oh 28 my gosh. Years. Yeah. Good job. I can't imagine doing anything for 28 years. Yeah. I can't imagine Susan living with anybody for 30 <laughs> years and I've managed that one. So. Of course, we enjoy doing something. Just, you know, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Allison, you get to answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, buddy. Who, who's that That's guy with hair? That's a joke. <laughs> I'm just curious where mom's curls went. Was that a perm? Because none of us have curly hair. Well, yeah, she's upstairs listening. Like... She can answer in the comments. Yeah. I don't know if that was a perm or if her, if her hair is I remember she curly. told me she was born blonde. She was a blonde when she was very, very oh. little. And then she became oh. a brunette. All of us Smith kids were born blonde. Or, or at least were mostly blonde, except for Alex, I think. Alex was a little wookie. <laughs> yeah, he's a little wookie. <laughs> he had a lot of dark hair. I'll always remember his baby picture, and he has a full-on head of hair. I think I put this on up there, except Harold and Faith are at 26 years. That's awesome. We're just all enjoying the good vibes sounding off about how long our marriages have lasted and enjoying the conversation around ah, it. Your mother answers. She still has her curly hair. <laughs> you do. I just didn't get it. Uh, I'm so sorry. You got my stick straight hair. I, I used to have a Beatles That's haircut, me. and it worked great. You stick a bowl over your head. You go around it. Work. I like remember a that. There's the picture of you in, in a kitchen, one of the like church kitchens, in your denim jacket with yeah. your Beatles cut my hair. Beatles haircut. <laughs> that photo Judy. You are very yes. tall and very. You have thin. to be good. Look on the screen. Look who's watching. <laughs> I know. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Hi, Moni. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being good. 
So Monty yeah. wants to know your secret for 60 years. Apart from spending time apart, is there anything that you can tell Monty so he can make it to 60 years? He's not that far away, so he doesn't oh, have close, that far yeah. to go. He's closer than I am. <laughs> so give him just a little tip. Well, I think one thing we did, we had, we, uh, we had some good friends. Yeah. And they've all been married as long mm -hmm. as we have. Uh, unfortunately, we can't get to too much, together too much anymore. But we did a lot together. And they were good people. We'd go out and have fun. Uh, and like I said, they, their marriage lasted. And we just, even Spokane, we did went out a lot and went cruises. We went to Hawaii with them. More than one couple. Right. But we had some good friends we hung out with. And we had some good times. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I think it sure helps because we're, you know, we were surrounded by some, they weren't church people. Right. But. Uh, for I'm, Susan and I, I, I know that, that a part of, of our secret for 30 years, which is, it's only half as secretive, is that we have, how to word this, there always are people who we look up to in our life, who speak into our life. And it usually is people who, who we aspire to be. Mm -hmm. or or emulate so yeah. those who are married for 60 years are some that we look up to we there are and lots of friends in our lives we were very fortunate that our kids were healthy and had good friends and we had them active in scouts and everything so we were uh, a close family we had the family component I like that. it's there's an old saying that that uh, uh if you're the smartest person in the room, go to a different room. And I think that that same mentality applies here with, with how, uh, uh, Dave and Susan look at marriage as you, you look up to people who have made it further and who are more experienced yeah. and, and looking and learning from them is a very, very valid and valuable thing. Yeah. Well, like it I said, it us. wasn't, uh, always the better roses either. So there were some, uh, rocky roads in there. Mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. But yeah, it worked. And actually, sometimes the rocky ma roads make you stronger. Mm -hmm. They really do. So. <clears throat> to, to, to throw another metaphor in there, you never never trust a cook with a clean apron. I would <laughs> never trust a marriage that hasn't gone through rough times. Exactly. So that means either someone's hiding something or something's just weird. Right. Because life's not perfect like that. That's yeah, true. It's true. Hey, Allison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You were married for about a month, and I called you up and said, Hey, Allison, are you interested in going away for a week and a half on a road trip? <clears throat> and you said yes. And I just have a, and I didn't prep this, so it's okay for you to say I don't want to answer this, Dad, and I will take all the embarrassment for not asking you beforehand. But a month of marriage, and I call you up and said, Hey, let's go for a road trip. So what was your conversation at home, if you don't mind my sharing it with Austin. He had been married for a month. And you say, hey, I want to go cross um, country with my dad. I was following Judy Drake's advice and giving him space is what I was doing. Not a girl. Not <laughs> a girl. <laughs> a quick study. The conversation, it was just, well, it was just that simple. It was, hey, dad would like me to go on a trip. Are you okay with that? And there's just already this understanding in our relationship that if he'd said no, it was for a good reason. And if he said yes, it was for a good reason. You know, I wasn't, regardless of the answer, there wasn't going to be a fight. Mm -hmm. um, thanks, Aunt Faith. Um, so when he said yes, 
that was that. I mean, and I don't think he answered right away. I was like, feel free to think about it. Like, come back to it. You know, you don't have to give me an answer in this minute. Um, but it wasn't a hard decision because we looked at it like we have, you know, the rest of our lives together. And the truth is, one and a half weeks isn't going to feel like much down the road. And it doesn't. Like, I don't look back at it and think I missed out on a week and a half of being with Austin. I've now been with him for almost two years, and that's quite a long time, so. Oh, yeah, it's very experienced. <laughs> yeah. So you've been married for two years, Allison. So what do you look for when you look at 60 years, when you see the Drakes and you think, I have 58 years to go. What goes through your head? Like for well, hubs. I'll be looking for a red VW bug in my garage. When I retire. <laughs> I'm Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> nudge, nudge, but Austin. I believe when I retire, I'll be opening that garage door and going, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you the license plate. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, that would be so great. <laughs> I always what, wanted what to get your mother a convertible, and she would never let me. So it's her fault that... <laughs> That your mother doesn't want to go topless. Sure. Main Street <laughs> what do you mean? What do I look for, though? Like, are you just thinking, like, in general? Yeah, in general. So, obviously, for all of us who get married, our plan is long-term. We're not looking getting married for a five-year loan term. We're looking for long-term. And, and there are there are goals and, the, and everything. And the Merrills are at the 60-year goal mark. And what are you looking for as your goals in 60 years of marriage? What do you look for? And I'll, get, I'll warn the Drakes, it, as I'm going to ask you, you to give them some hints for how to get to those goals. And I agree with you, Faith. The Drakes do not look old enough to be married for 60 years. <laughs> and that's nice. I, <laughs> I just want to clarify. They, my goals are things I see in the Drakes that I am trying to emulate. Maybe, maybe yeah, Either I was going to say, what, 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 what do you see in a 60-year marriage that you look at, at and you, you look at and you think, wow, I want to emulate that. Like that's, that's good advice that I can extrapolate or, or good. Uh, Thank you, yeah, William. Good lifestyles that I can extrapolate from that. Sure. I, I, I think it goes back to what they already said once before, because my first time, I think, really meeting and spending time with you guys was at the card game nights that I would go to with Dad when I was Susan 2.0. And it was, I mean, I hope that in 60 years we're still gathering with friends and just having fun every couple weeks and just spending time together with people that we love and appreciate. And that just brings us joy because I do think having that surrounding yourself with just friendly people, good people that make you happy. The two of you as a nucleus just can't be sustaining long term if you don't have people there backing you up, praying for you, supporting you, being good friends for you, right. you know. Mm -hmm. That's that's how I see it. And so I'm hoping that 60 years from now, I don't know if it'll be the friends we still have today. I sure would love it to be. But I just hope that we still have such great friendships that we that surround us. So, yeah. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. We're pretty friendly people, so there's a very yeah. high chance. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll make it. If I know Allison at, at all, and I know her a little bit, I think she w will never be at a lack for friends. Yeah. She's got <laughs> that true. warm smile. <laughs> and the evil laugh to go with the warm <laughs> smile. Yeah. <laughs> so we were at a marriage... Um, um, a thingy at your church, Allison, and 
and you put that on. The Sweet and Spicy Marriage Conference. Yep. You organized it. You did the whole. So hopefully you heard a little bit in the sure. conference. Let's so, go with that. So was there. <laughs> I was working it. So was there any nugget in that? Like in that conference that you heard that would make you go, hmm, I wonder if that works or that's a great idea. You know, or what does that look like in real life? If your mom was here, I was going to I was going to ask her the question, but but she declined the invitation to come on camera with me. <laughs> well, you're putting me on the spot because I have not gotten to go back and watch the right. recordings of the conference. And I, and and I okay. really did not get to see almost anything. Right. But I worked the conference with Austin and I would say I remember early on we always felt like there were moments where we said we'd probably never actually work together because we would get so frustrated. We felt very incompatible in the sense of like, if there was a project that had to get done, we had such different ways of approaching it that it could be very frustrating. And I think it's important for every couple to someday learn how to work together, whether it's on a tandem bicycle or whether it's serving food at a conference. Like it was a good experience just to figure out how to, work in tandem instead of in different directions for the same goal it was that was good and it was good to know we've come that far because i can clearly remember thinking back and going i never want to have a big project on my plate and have austin at my side doing it because it's so frustrating and to have grown and figured out how to work together and use the best of our abilities which are so different to accomplish things has it's taken a long time but it's really good well i think that that any good relationship dynamic has to have like you have to complement each other rather than you know being identical and learning how to how to effectively translate that into a workspace whether in your own home or in your case in like a seminar i think i, I agree it's a very valuable skill but also a very valuable component to a healthy marriage and and this is the thing naturally as people we all think that we're the best and everyone should be like us. It's human nature to wish that just people I am, yeah. just did things the way that you did. And one of the things we've been doing a lot in our church is just studying different personality types and figuring out how God designed each person. Because the sooner you're able to look at someone, whether it's through a God lens or just through a personality test lens and be able to say they're different because that's a good thing. This is how they are and that's good you know mm -hmm. the happier you'll be and the easier it is to work together without trying to force them to be like you mm -hmm. william we have a viewer question yeah i'll let you handle that one what is it uh are seeing new and different challenges oh that is a that's a good question uh yes <laughs> i would definitely 60 say years yes. have seen a lot of change so right. you think the that current They're generations new. are seeing new and yeah. different challenges. Yeah. Yes, I, I I do think so, but also. It's it's a it's a yes but no type answer. Yes, the challenges are new, but I don't necessarily think that. Outside of like you know the, the, the real nitty gritty stuff that the the ways you handle them are different. Like social media, social media is a, is a new beast. That's only new in the last what fifteen twenty years. So yeah, a lot of that, like the yeah. the huh. I said, if that, yeah. Probably more like 10, yeah. 15, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so a marriage, like you lovely folks that have been going for 60 years, most of that has been without social media. And now that you have 
social media for newer marriages, that is a whole new minefield to navigate. There won't necessarily be people with a lot of experience in navigating it, but I still feel like a lot of the core strategies, you know, communication, space, autonomy, etc., are very, very... The tools are the same. It's just how you implement them that might be slightly different. I want, to, I want to clarify this, actually. So in the Drakes, in their defense, in their time, they had social media. It was called a party line. I'm pretty sure you guys had one you were young. <laughs> a 10 party a line. A 10 party line. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That was the social media back in the, in the day. But yeah, I think the problems are definitely different. And implementation of, of strategies to get through them healthily and... and <clears throat> And strengthen a cup, like strengthen a, a union. Are the implementation is slightly different, but I think the 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 tools are the same, for the most part. So, what would your feedback on that, on the ideas from sixty years ago, or from forty years ago, or thirty years ago, and now for for the challenges in marriages? Are are they different? Are the answers different? Or are the answers the same? Well, I think it back when we had good examples. You know, her folks and my folks and our aunts and uncles, they didn't get divorced. And I think as the time went on, you see, because well, the kids, they know, I don't know if they put a lot of stock on what goes on in Hollywood. Well, they switch, mates, you know, I guess, I don't know. So I don't know if that's, if they go more on an example like that instead of the stability. Mm -hmm. If you got a rough time, I'm out of here. Uh, and so I don't know if that social media has, doesn't help any, I'm sure, because of the stuff that's going on there. Right. Well, I don't know, but uh, we had some good examples, and we didn't hold it things on television and stuff at our time mm -hmm. to kind of influence in a certain way. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have that. You know. And we set some good examples. Yeah. So, right. Uh, mm -hmm. We're very fortunate. <coughs> all our kids, both our kids, our grandkids and our great-grandson all live right here in Spokane. So we're all connected. So my kids are not to listen to that as they're scattered across the globe. So don't listen to them <laughs> and that great example because we hey, didn't follow it. Hey, look at this, you see her? <laughs> I'm screwed up already. There are things in, when you think of Hollywood and you think of, of in the day, you had the Cosbys and, well, before then you had, you had All in the Family and things which now they look at in history and they say, ooh, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad. Yeah. So in the day, was it considered a, was it a good influence? Was it a healthy influence? When you look at the at the media of the day, not the news media, but the movies and the shows of the day. Well, I can imagine some of those. So, like all the family, it was it was an original. Right. That's when they first started. Well, he didn't you know what uh, using the word what I can't remember what his son-in-law was. He was Jewish or something. Anyway, he used the slang words for Polish. A different, yeah. 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 He was. The, and I don't think I can say it, or I'll get I'll get dinged by YouTube. But yeah, <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, and, and that was just that was yeah. just starting, and now everything goes. Right. So that was just. Yeah. And then then it was fun. Now it's uh, wasn't considered like it is now. You got to be normal. <laughs> yeah. What a political well, correct or whatever that is. I would bounce a similar question actually right at you, Dave. Like, to take a show from your generation, mm -hmm. how did how did you know married with children? How does that set a, a an example in, in TV terms for a healthy, happy relationship? So I, so I have, <laughs> I have to admit, I just went on a binge about about three months ago and watched about 
about 18 episodes of Married with Children. And it oh, is... Yeah. I've never seen it. It is every bit as disgusting <laughs> now as it was then. Oh. <laughs> and it... We could go back to I Love Lucy. It's the of a healthy marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I Love Lucy. There's a great one when you think about mm -hmm. the society and how it changes. Married with Children, in its time, in the 80s, it was hilarious. And now you look back and you cringe. Mm -hmm. It's not funny mm -hmm. anymore. When you think of I Love Lucy, you know, there honestly isn't anything in I Love Lucy that you cringe about. No. But maybe yeah. if you look at it in terms of the modern era with racism and whatnot, it could make you cringe, you know, a few of the of the conversations, but. You know what, the, 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 when the day comes that we cringe at social media influencers, that like that day can't come soon enough. I want, I want social media influencers to have their job be cringeworthy sooner rather than later, please. I would agree with that. <laughs> and yes, Married with Children, it was cringeworthy then, and I didn't cringe, and it was cringeworthy now, and I binge watched like 18 <laughs> hours of it, and I, it's 18 hours I will never get back. <laughs> and yes, Brad, my dad was not a salesman, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's one of the things when I look at when I look at longevity and examples and things like that, and I I do believe it's harder now, and maybe Allison, you can speak into this. Is the media influence in marriages and stability, like, is it an effect now for you? You're a young married couple. Is, is that an issue in your life? Look at Hollywood. Or is it just entertainment? I think it is very individual on how you look at it. Because you can watch a show and use it as an example for how you think marriages should be. Or you can watch a show, you can watch any show and go, how how am I going to improve? You know, like, how am I going to be maybe either better than that or like that if it's a good example? Mm -hmm. Instead of every time saying, like, that's reality. That's just how marriage is, whether it's good or bad. Um, you can look at it a different way. As you sent me yeah. Yeah, the link about a month ago which sort of instigated this show about marriages and movies. Yeah, I'm looking to see. Yeah. I'm pulling up the questions now. And it was... It... Yeah. Do you want me to explain it? Yeah, I want you to explain yes, it. Please, I don't want to. Please do. Because I'm sure you'll do better than me tonight because I'm at a loss for words. So, I'm drink yeah, my coffee. Rochester... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rochester University did a study, um, and they polled 174 newly married couples of all different ages, just newly married, um, and they split them up into three groups, and I wanna make sure I say how they did it right. Um, so there were three groups they were in. One group was conflict management. That was like the study that the couples went through. Another was a compassion and acceptance training class they did. And the third group was a relationship awareness through film class. And what was so interesting about the study was they found that across all three of them, the divorce rate went down from 24% to 11%. Um, but the amount of time required to do the different projects was significantly different. The first two options took about, oh gosh, I think it was like 20 hours of offsite time meeting with either like a therapist or a counselor to talk through the training that they had. Whereas the movie one only required about eight hours because you did meet and talk about the films you watched with other couples that was a part of the project very small group feel like the goal was you watched one of the movies that they listed at home and then you went and talked about it with other couples 
And it's actually some of the movies on the list are really surprising. The ones are pre-2000s. I think one that I remember was She's Having a Baby, which I never watched, but that's the Kevin Bacon one, Dad, um, right. for you've seen. And, like, Gone with the Wind was on there. Oh, Anna Karenina was one after the 2000s that was on there. But they list a bunch of other movies, which I think funny. They have, like, Marley and Me was a part of it. Um, the Notebook's on there. My personal favorite, Four Christmases, is on the mm-hmm. list of films. And the whole idea where's, where's was to get couples... all this? I was getting there. Don't worry. I'm going to bring it up. Oh, no, um, the whole the whole project was what they believe this study showed is that most couples, when they see another relationship acted out in front of them, they can look at them so, oh, I should be doing that or I shouldn't be doing this. You know, like this is how I can improve. Most just never actually take the time to sit down and do a study like that and watch a film to trying something out of it for how to better their own relationship. But when they're put into a system that asks them to do that, they will improve. But yes, it's one of my all-time favorite relationship-based films because it is such real life. It's just a really good film. Should have been there. Yeah. Um, Computer is before freezing we continue, up, guys. If I, have I was, was going to say, back in. let's do we uh, before we get into the next question here. Let's try yeah, and iron I'm, that out quick. I think I've got to reboot. I'll come right back. All right. Okay, guys, I think we're back live. We should be live on the show. Would one of you fine folks who are watching the show, would you let us know in the comments that it's live? Testing, testing. Yeah, we're there. I think we're back. We may have lost all of our fine watchers. There's one back. Would one of you in the comments, would you let us know that we're back and live because we had a hiccup? And I had to restart my computer. I haven't had to do that yet for a long time. Okay. I'll give it for anyone who was watching to get back in, and then I can redo that question quick, or at least yeah, get the I'll, gist of it. Yeah, I will stick it up on the screen because we might as well oh, get it out. Oh, you still got it? Yeah. Okay. It's right there. Okay, do the transition. Okay. So Faith asked, uh, during the transition time between having an empty nest and having grandkids, how did you negotiate the balance between personal interests and finding things to do together after your kids were gone? I assume this is directed towards the Drakes. Well, actually, after the kids were gone, we just continued doing what we were doing when they were there. Uh, uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but after the kids were gone, we in, involved them in things that we were doing, and like our boating and and uh, traveling somewhat. And then we also uh, connected with our friends and kept busy. Well, we're going to wrap this up. I think I think that's a great note to wrap this on is, mm-hmm. is just to negotiate the time as they told us to because I'm still negotiating it. My kids are leaving I'm with rubber bungee cords on because I love having them back in the house. And <laughs> before anything else on the stream breaks, William, do you have any words of wisdom for our viewers? Well, stay safe. Don't die. <laughs>